Morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. We continue with Derech Hashem coming to you live from the Summerton Community Kailo of Summerton, Philadelphia. Moving further and forward here through the discussion of the Dalit Aylamis, the four worlds that exist in spiritual terms, and these four worlds are, as we discussed yesterday, broad, all encompassing. And each of them contain multiple layers, some maybe only two, some a multitude of multiple layers. And the four Aylamas really just means four categories of Aylamas. And we had the Aylam HaShafel down here, but the Ramchal calls the Aylam HaMalachim above that, the Aylam HaKisei, and then the Rebbeinishal Aylam's Aylam, which we're going to get to um, in, in due time. In due course, Ramchal is going to expand upon that. Hashem is Oilam all the way to the top, which he's going to end up calling that the Oilam HaElokus, the world of uh, Elokus, the world of godliness. So again, we have the Oilam HaShafel down here, the lower world. We have the Oilam HaMalachim, the world of the angels, the Oilam HaKisei, the world of Hashem's throne, and the Oilam HaElokus, the world of Hashem himself. We saw these four Oilamas introduced to us yesterday, sort of in bullet point fashion. Before we go on, we have to expand on that a little bit. Um, what's the significance of the four Oilamas? What distinguishes them and makes them different one from the other? And we saw immediately, it was interesting over here, was the Oilam, Hatacht, and the lower one, the Oilam HaShafel, had both spiritual and physical within it. We would have thought that the, the, what, what defines the lowest, the lowermost Oilam is that it's only physical, and that's us down here, the Oilam HaShafel, what we see. And it was clear from how the Ramchal set things up that there are Malachim in the Oilam HaShafel also, which is strange because the Oilam that's immediately above the Oilam HaShafel is called the Oilam HaMalachim. That's where all the Malachim are. So it would seem that that Oilam is defined by the fact that that's where the, the Malachim are, which would further make it seem clear that this world down here, there's no Malachim, it's only physicality. Um... And strange in that, you know, strange on both ends. Why are we putting Malachim down here when there's an Oilam HaMalachim? The next world up is called the Oilam HaMalachim. And what's the purpose of Malachim being here? Why, why not Taka define the, the bottom Oilam, the starting point, Oilam 1, as just the Oilam HaShafel, the world that's only physical, pure physicality, without any spirituality, pure, pure physicality, devoid of spirituality, and spirituality begins above this Oilam. And yet the, the Ramchal says that no, this world is what? The Oilam has one A and one B. There's the Oilam HaShafel, which is the lower physical one down here. And the one B is what's right above that, the Oilam HaGalgalim, the world of the spheres, the world of the orbits, where you have the Chelek HaShamaymi, the heavenly component, and that's the spiritual component. What's Pshat? The question has to be asked, again, on, on both levels. Why not keep all the spiritual existence up there, which which is where it belongs, in terms of breaking up the Oilamas and the Oilam HaMalachim? And why does there need to be any spiritual element down here? It would seem that the first Oilam is an Oilam that's devoid of all matter spiritual. So let's begin with that question. It'll help us understand, I think, a little bit better, maybe even a lot better, the breakdown of the four Oilamas that the Ramchal is, is, is uh, discussing with us over here. The definitions and the differences between all the four. So our question was, why not just go with the intuitive, the intuitive structuring, and have the first Oilam be limited to the Oilam HaShafel, what the Ramchal calls 1A, let that be 1. 
the world that's completely physical down here with, with nothing spiritual. Let that be the entirety of the bottom oilam, and where you have the malach, that's oilam hashamaymi, the heavenly, heavenly uh, existence, the heavenly layer above. Let that be the beginnings of oilam number two. And the answer is like this. You cannot have an oilam, even the first oilam, even the lowest oilam, defined and delineated by existence which is purely physicality devoid of spirituality you can't do that because ultimately there is no physicality that's devoid of spirituality there's no such thing that is the point that the Ramchal is making over here that is the point of the breakdown of the four Olamas an amazing idea kind of a mind-blowing idea Ultimately, there is no such thing as the physicality without spirituality, as the Gashmias that's, that's lacking the Ruchnias. Even though we look around, we say that, what do we need? There, there certainly is. I see it all the time. It's all over the place. It's all over the place. We're, it's, 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 it's just surrounding us. We're, 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 we're uh, surrounded by it. But we run into it left and right all the time. Physicality that has no spirituality. Gashmias is devoid of ruchnius. That's not really true. That's not really true. And let's say that. Let's say that even better. The notion of physicality without spirituality is an impassibility. It's an impassibility. The way Hakadosh Baruch Hu set up the Bria is that the physicality has to have some spirituality within it, maintaining it and governing it. And without that, it, 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 it does not exist. It cannot exist. It cannot exist. And it's not. We're not even talking about the idea of messengers and agents and sending. Sending um, instructions and sending things, you know, from being relayed from messenger to messenger. What the plans are, what the intentions are, what, what the uh, what the what the expectations are. That's taka. That's indeed what lies, you know, in store for us. That's what's awaiting us in the Olam Hamalachim in world number two. That whole concept is over there. We're not talking about instructions and expectations that are being sent, and, and even and even um, you know uh, bracha, bounty, influences that are being sent from above. That's vaitan elam hamalach. We're talking about just a basic heartbeat, something being alive, something being in existence, and not even a basic heartbeat. Let's say even more basic than a basic heartbeat. We're talking about the basic existence of anything that's in existence that doesn't even have a heartbeat. A blade of grass, a rock, a stone, a, a river, even inanimate objects and moving upwards from there have no physical existence unless there's also a spiritual existence within that physical existence, a spiritual component. Said differently, let's say that in the best way possible, twisting all that around, everything in physical existence can be thought of as a body, a container, a goof, but everything in physical existence needs a neshama, needs a soul. The soul is that spark that keeps it, that, 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 that keeps the physical in existence and keeps the physical maintained in existence and only because of some neshama that it's linked to. 
some inner neshama. Now, I'm using the term neshama in a very borrowed sense now. Heavily borrowed is a borrowed term. Because the neshama that all items in physical creation have, including the inanimate, it differs wildly than the neshama that we talk about that we have. And, 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 and we know this already. We've had this much earlier in the Sefer. That there's the neshama that a Jew has, the neshama that a guy has. The neshama that a guy has, and the neshama, so to speak, the nefesh, the nefesh, the nefesh that a, an animal has. But so too, we move lower down the scale, everything has some kind of nefesh, which we're using in very, very loosely, very much in a borrowed sense. But everything has some kind of spiritual core. And with that, the spiritual core, the same way, when you have a human being and you take away his spiritual core, he ceases to exist, if you would take away the spiritual core of, of um, anything that's in the physical existence, it, it, it disappears. It doesn't exist anymore. It has to have the, the nefesh. It has to have that spiritual element for it to be in existence. And oh, so I'm, saying, I'm using it loosely. Loosely. I'm using it loosely. In a borrowed term. We're going to get to the excellent question. We're going to get there in a moment. What does that mean exactly? What does that look like? But whatever that is, uh, is asking a good question. Rack, rack has neshama. What does it mean? Rack has neshama. Rack, some people have neshamas. Racks don't have neshamas. Very, very, very good question. Um, whatever that neshama is, whatever that nefesh is, if it's not there, then the rack doesn't exist. If it's not there, then the trees don't exist. If it's not there, then the water doesn't exist. To the degree that they are interdependent. They are part and parcel of one another. That part of the existence of this rack is the nefesh behind the rack. Part of the existence of the tree is the nefesh behind the tree. Part of the existence behind the water is the nefesh behind the water. Without it, it doesn't exist. And now we understand what the Pesha is, why the Ramchal includes in the first Eidlam the, the first level of spirituality. As we asked so many times, that should be the breakdown between dividing the first island and the second island. There should be the division between physicality and spirituality. The Ramchal says, that, no, the, the island Hashafel, the lowest oilam, has two levels. The lower one and the oilam has Shemaimi. That's all in the first oilam. Why is the Ramchal putting spirituality in the first oilam? The Territ says, if you don't put spirituality in the first oilam, you don't have a first oilam. There is no first oilam. The Ramchal is referring to the lowest level of spirituality, the nefesh, so to speak, the soul of everything that's in physical existence, which is necessary for its existence. That's why it's, so that's why it's part of this oilam. Its existence here requires that nefesh. That nefesh is very much Present in this island is part of this island and is required for the existence of this island. So far, so good. Everybody got that? The island Hamalachim is the level of spirituality that are governing the nefesh down here, okay? That are relaying information in, in Shefa to the nefesh down here, but they're above the level of the nefesh that's down here. But everything down here has a nefesh, and that nefesh is thrown down here as well because it needs it for its existence down here. What? That's a mind blowing idea in of itself. But it can be thought of, it's not so dissimilar to how we work. We know that we're, we're a physical body, and we have a spiritual soul, and we know that our spiritual soul goes all the way up to uh, you know, the highest level possible, all the way up to the Adam Hakise, we know. Our, our, we have a nefesh, a ruach, and a shama, all these levels that go up and up and up and up and up, but they come all the way down here. The lowest level of our neshama is conjoined, is, is interlaced, with our guf, and that's via the dam. The dam is the nefesh. But we, it's, again, it's down here. We necessarily have to have 
part of our nefesh that's down here in the guf in this world to interface with the guf to, to leak the guf to the upper levels of our neshama, but it does exist down here because without that, again, our guf is is um, not just soulless. Our guf it doesn't have an existence without having that connection to at least the lower part of my neshama. The lower part of my neshama, i.e., my nefesh, comes down here, and. Who had din, the nefesh of everything in existence is down here. What, what does that mean? Ramesha wants to know that racks have a soul, the, the, the trees have a soul, waters have a soul, microorganisms have a soul. According to what we're saying, they all have a soul, and they have to have a, some kind of a nefesh without which they, excuse me, would not exist. What is that soul? That soul, excuse me, is the, is the, I, I think a, a the good approach to, for us to just get our heads around this and be able to pack at this is, is really in very straightforward terms. The soul is, is, is the spiritual, let's say, not just um, equivalent of the of the um, object that's down here. It, it starts off as, let's say, the spiritual equivalent, but it's more than that. It's a spiritual equivalent that is sentient, that has an intelligence, awareness, and it is there to look after the the welfare and and the needs and the interests of its physical counterpart. And this is what Chazal are referring to when, when we see, you know, in, in, in the Gemars we see in, in, in different Medrashim, the sages and, you know, people in Tanakh would sometimes communicate with the, the um, minister, the sar of the, of the river, with the minister behind uh, the trees, the valleys, the racks. There's, there's gemaras like this where they would call upon the trees to, to do something to show that the trees should start to bend and shake. The river should stop flowing. There are, you know, gemaras like this. There are drushim like this where our sages would communicate with the, the minister that's behind the scenes of any particular, any particular uh, item in existence and they would through communication with that minister, the sar, the agent behind the river, get the river to stop flowing, and, and other such feats. These ministers are really what we're talking about when we, when we say that there is a nefesh, a spiritual counterpart behind every physical item in existence down here, and the, that, that is the <clears throat> spirituality behind all the physicality, and that's what's governing its affairs, that's what's maintaining its affairs, and that's what's maintaining its existence, is that sar. And that's why Chazal were able to communicate with that sar. We don't find, you know, there's, 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 there's several Gemaras, many Gemaras, well-known Gemaras, where, where um, they would command the river to stop flowing. They would command the, 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 the racks to jump up in the air. They command the trees to do strange things, to uproot themselves or to, 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 to move and shake. We don't find that our sages went into a trance-like state to do that. We don't find that they had to experience nevuah to get to the Olamas, to, to the higher levels, to where the Malachim are. 
we had in Chela Gimel of Derech Hashem, you have to go into a Nevoah state to do that. You have to experience Nevoah. You have to ascend to the Olamas. We don't find that the sages at Chazal went into a Nevoah state in order to communicate with the minister behind the trees, the rivers, the racks. It was a conversation they had in, in a conscious state. So who are they talking to? They're talking to the nefesh that's down here. They're talking to the, the spiritual component that's the representative and the counterpart of the physical um, existence down here, and that's down here, as we see in the Ramchal, that's part of this oilam. It's not the oilam hamalochim. And that's why, if you know how to do it, you know how to address them, you know how to communicate with them, you can do that while you are conscious. You can do that in, 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 in a, a wakeful state, you don't have to go into a trance state. You don't have to go into a prophetic state because you communicate with something that's down here. It's down here. The nefesh, the lowest spiritual component, which is the nefesh of everything that exists, exists down here because without that, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't exist. There is no existence of physicality when there is no spirituality. So that's what's meant as... Um, <coughs> the asks, what's, what does it mean? The rock has a soul? So the, so, uh, the, the right answer, <coughs> the, uh, the right way of processing that, of course, the rock doesn't have a soul like you have a soul. Iraq is Steiner, Steiner, Abin Nishkain, Nishuma, a stick holds, a stick holds up Nishkain, Nishuma. So, what does it mean it has a soul? It means it has a minister behind it, a, 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 a spiritual minister, a spiritual agent, a spiritual representative, which is not just the representative is the wrong word, it's the spiritual counterpart of it, and it's there to govern its affairs, it's there for its movements to show up in the rack's movements, and it's there for its existence to perpetuate the rack's existence. For the rack's to exist, the spiritual agent behind the racks has to exist also. If we were to remove the spiritual agent behind the racks from existence, all the racks would also cease to exist. If we were to remove this, the minister of, of the rivers from this world, excuse me, then the rivers would also cease to exist because their minister is not here anymore and the two are tethered and linked one to the other. Necessarily, the rivers need that neshama to be in existence. We need a neshama to be in existence. But the, the soul needs to be thought of as the, as the, it's called a malach, a malach that is the spiritual equivalent of the rack, of the river, of the grass, of the trees, etc. Okay, everybody understand? And it's down here, and it needs to be down here because without spiritual down, spirituality down here, there's no physicality even down here. It's, it's a necessary part of its existence. Not unlike us, we, our lower, lowest part of our nefesh also has to be down here. That gives us the ability to communicate with when we know how to do it, when we know who to address, when we know whom, whom to speak to, uh, to communicate with these... What? Yes? Look, it says the Gemara... What? Yeah, the Gemara tells us that there's something called Sichas Tekolim. Shlomo Melch knew Sichas Tekolim. He knew how to interpret the language of the palm trees, of palm trees communicating with one another. Sichas Tekolim, but palm trees communicate with one another. Palm trees are trees, trees don't talk. A shtick halts. It's this idea. He was able to pick up on the communications of the, of the, of the, the, the spiritual representatives, the spiritual counterparts, which are down here, which are down here. So that's not Nevuah. It's down here. So I know Sikhas to call him. This palm tree is the physical manifestation of something spiritual. 
the actions and motions of its spiritual counterpart will subtly show up in the palm tree. If I know how to look for that, I can pick up on Sichas Tekalim. That's what Sichas Tekalim is. Everybody understand that? That's, that's again, another nice connection over there, another mind-blowing idea. Being that everything has a spiritual part of its existence, the spiritual part, the one, each one is, is the counterpart of the other, you know, the same way my thoughts show up in my body, someone who is a very good study of body language, uh, a very good, um, 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 has, you know, is very, very proficient in body language. You can look, you know, they have these high, you know, highly trained specialized agents. They can look at you. They know, they, 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 not because they're, you know, Mikubalim, who um, can look at the, you know, the wrinkles on your forehead. I'm not talking about that. But just look at your, 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 your facial motions, your, your muscles, your, your eye ticks, your eyebrows. Don't know if you're telling the truth, if you're lying. Don't know if you, if you, if they, that you really like them, if you're just trying to manipulate them. It's the same thing. What, what's, what's going on over there? You know, when, you, when you, someone knows body language and facial language very, very, very well, he can see your thoughts displayed on your face. You can see your emotions displayed on your face. Because your thoughts and your emotions is very much the spiritual counterpart of your physical existence. The two are inextricably linked. I see on your face, you know, what you're really thinking to a certain degree. I see on your face what you're really feeling. And you see, I see on your face and your body, are you comfortable? Are you at ease? Are you un- uncomfortable? Are you happy to be in my company? Are you unhappy to be in my company? Are you patient, impatient, um, bored, stimulated, etc.? The, the, the body gives away the mind. The body gives away the mind, but, but said even better than that, the mind shows up in the body. Mind shows up in the body. So the physical gives away the spiritual, which is down here. The spiritual, which is down here, shows up in the physical because the two are inextricably linked. The, the sar, the minister behind the palm trees, is the mind of the palm tree. It shows up in the palm tree in a very, very subtle way. Because you have to be Shlomo Melech to pick up on it. But be Shlomo Melech, that you can see the Sichas de Kolim. Okay? That's it's an amazing idea. Um, that explains to us what's the, the, the behind-the-scenes take on the Olam HaShuffle, the lower Olam, and why we're throwing in the Olam HaShemaimi, the, the realm of the spiritual, into the... Um, into the... Uh, into the lower world and why it doesn't work just to break them up along the lines of physical and spiritual and um, it's quite a lot, it's a lot to digest uh, so I think we'll stop over here for today and uh, we'll continue tomorrow with a discussion of the Eilam HaMalachim and maybe we'll go from the second world also into the third world maybe we'll see, maybe we'll do a two for one tomorrow we'll see the Eilam the HaKisei the world of God's throne What's going on over there? We had some issues over there. The Kaychis and the Shairashim, that'll be tomorrow. And um, the Shlomo would like to address the item. He's talking to the trees. Thank you very much for joining. Everyone should have a wonderful blessing today.